Welcome to another inspirational message from Liberty Church in Omaha, Nebraska. Turned up just a little bit up there on the stage. Anyone notice that at all? Okay. I believe God wants to do something with us today. All the parents, I know when I had little ones in my household, the only ones that bothered me anytime are my kids. Anybody else's kids in the congregation, I don't care. Don't worry about it. But mine, I always heard my kid's voice. You can pick your kids out of a thousand people, you can hear your kid's voice. Amen? So I'm just saying to parents, lighten up, relax. We're going to do just fine. Okay? I was in the spirit praying, and I heard this for today. I want to make this a day of thanksgiving. And uh, I have been in my lifetime... Uh, recipient of something of a gift and really didn't want it. So you say, thank you. And in, in the middle of your heart, you're going, what do I need this for? Anybody? Yeah. Then occasionally in my life, I've received a gift and I can't find the words to say over and over again how thankful I am. Well, oftentimes as believers, we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 5, we're also going to use some music today, and some of that is for you to participate. It says you can give thanks in song, in psalms. Part of giving thanks is, can be sung. Music in the ministry of the psalmist has something to do in an environment to give thanks to the Lord. Okay? So we enter in here today, and we come in and we start the music, and it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. Thanksgiving becomes very, very important. Ephesians 5, and I'm at verse 19. Speaking to ourselves in psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Anyone have a favorite song, maybe for a loved one or just favorite, and it does something in your heart? It just moves you? Uh, it can be a song from your high school days. It can just be a song. And it doesn't, you know, the one that moves me doesn't necessarily move Deborah, but we have songs between ourselves that you just, oh. Making melody in your heart. Oftentimes our Christian existence, it seems, comes, Lord, I need this. I need a breakthrough, I need a miracle, I need this. And our approach to him is with a list or our expectation. I need your help and I need it now. And sometimes it's nice to pull over and park and just say thank you. Just say thank you. Because the next there it says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now remember, you thank God for the things God gives, not the devil, not the world. I'm not thanking him for that junk. I'm thanking him for what he gives me. And taking time then just to say thank you. I was a baby Christian, engaged or just newly married with Deborah, and Christian music hadn't really taken off yet. I mean, it was not there. Uh, you end up with Second Chapter of Acts and Barry McGuire and a few others, but Christian music wasn't there. And then this guy out of the black community comes 
and he sings in a, in a style. Okay, let's go see him. We went down to Lincoln. We're going to play that right now, the Andre Crouch song. But I want you to close your eyes, or if you're going to read the words, then that's great too. But I'm trying to get you to shift from I need, I want, to relax. Enjoy his presence. Let the anointing presence of the Holy Spirit comfort your heart, making melody in your heart. And say thank you. Just thank you for all the things he's done. Go ahead, Sammy.
such simple wording, so powerful in the anointing. One of the things I've learned in the last two years is Deborah does so many things for me to say thank you all the time. It's important in your daily walk with Jesus when you see him do something or he is involved in your life, you say thank you. Yes, Lord, thank you. Thank you, I appreciate you, Lord. Thank you. Now, in 1 Thessalonians, this is uh, chapter 2, verse 13. This is important because you can sit down and listen to any great speaker, orator, and it doesn't mean your life's going to get changed. What changes your life is faith in God's word. So it doesn't matter the vehicle he uses to get it to us. It's important that he gets it to us. Amen? So this is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. For this cause also thank we. For this cause we thank. Without ceasing, we don't quit thanking him. Because when you receive the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. God's word in you changes us. And in that process of change should be continually, without ceasing, thanking him. Thank you, Lord. I get to use your word in my life. What a privilege to be able to use the word of God in our life, mixing it with faith, not just a message. Amen? Uh, Let's go to Romans 6. Every one of us had our moments in life before Jesus that, uh, if we recall, were not really our best days. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yep. And it says in verse 17, But God be thanked that when we were Servants of sin, but we have obeyed from the heart the former doctrine which was delivered unto you. We used to be servants of sin, but we've obeyed the word. We've obeyed the word. Well, it's hard to get, you know, how many ever heard, you're just an old sinner? You're an old sinner saved by grace? I was an old sinner, but I'm saved by grace and I'm not back there anymore. I'm in Jesus now. That man died, behold all things became new. And I should thank him often in my prayer time for all that he has done. Psalms 100 verse 4 is the one we've been using all day and that is enter with thanksgiving. It says, it finishes that verse, it says, and be thankful. Enter with thanksgiving, but be thankful. So we can enter and sing a song and be a good song, but the other quality is, are you thankful in your heart? when you sing it to him. There's quality musicians and singers, wonderful voices in this church and stuff like that, but it's important the quality of the heart when we do it. Really thank you. Thank you so much. And mean it from your heart. Let's go to uh, Colossians 3. Now, I... I have believed that the Holy Spirit wants to do some things with us today. And so uh, I'm not in a hurry. And uh, he wants to say do something, I'm all in on it. Amen? Well, pastor, you're supposed to do it in the church and it has to be in... No, it doesn't. 
Jesus taught anywhere he could. He didn't have a microphone and a bunch of ushers. He had disciples who didn't really know what to do. But they had to deal with a crowd of over a thousand men plus women and children many, many times. It couldn't have been regulated is all I'm saying. It had to be free-flowing in the anointing of what Jesus wanted to do. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. How many would like that from the things of life? Job, finances, health. How about having the peace of God rule in your heart? You're getting ready for the pageant and you get all worked up. How about the peace of God just ruling in your heart? Just ruling. A lot of work got to get done, but you know what? Not a problem. Not a problem. Peace of God rule in your heart. Okay. Rule in your heart, which also you were called into one body and be thankful. Part of families, you're stuck with us. We're one body. We're just stuck with one another. Doesn't matter how old, how young. Doesn't matter the color of the skin. Doesn't matter whether, like on Roger's shirt, whether they can spell reckless the right way or not. You know? It doesn't matter. Let the peace of God rule in our heart and be thankful we're all in this together. Because what you can add to my life makes me more complete. And what I can add to your life where I need your prayers. And by the way, I have no problem any, at this point, adult in here that if you're led by the Spirit this morning to pray for someone in this room, you go to them, we'll have another song in a bit or any time, you go to them and you can pray. But don't push yourself on a person. I'm here to teach you just simply, could I pray for you? Then grab their hand. Be kind like you'd like to be treated. And... Uh, you know, go from there. Amen? Amen? Because I don't want anybody hurting. I don't want anybody sick in this place. Neither the Holy Spirit. And maybe you just need someone to say, God put you on my mind, on my heart, to come touch your life. Isn't it nice when he talks to somebody else about you? I have a doctor friend of mine. He's a chiropractor. I went and saw him uh, Friday, Dr. Dave Hoffman, who's listening. And for everyone who's listening, we really appreciate you. I hope you're getting fed. And he said, Jim, uh, you called Friday morning. He's off on Saturday, but he made a special thing and, and took my family uh, on Saturday. He said, but I, was, I had you on my heart Thursday night, about 9.45. And I said, why didn't you call? So well, it's 9.45. He said, my phone works 24 hours a day. It does not matter. It always has. So next time, call. But it blessed me that I wanted to go see my friend, but I was on his heart the night before. Isn't it great when sometimes you're on my heart? You're on my heart? You're on my heart? I come to church, I want to see someone. I'm so thankful that I'm part of a body. I'm so thankful that I get a chance to re rejoice and have a good time with y'all. Um, Philippians 4, 6. Let's go there. We're real close. It says this. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, remember, everything by prayer and supplication. Prayer is, uh, I'm just talking to Cassidy. We're, just, we're talking back and forth. Supplication is more of 
Lord, you took time and you're like you're going to a court of law. This is what your word says this, and I need this, and I'm coming to you boldly in the name of Jesus. It's a, a little more formal approach. And, and all any dad and mom knows this. The kids come sometime and they're just jacking around, and then sometimes they come in and they're serious. It's all part of prayer. Supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be known. Now, remember Mark eleven twenty three and 24? You believe in your heart, and you confess with your mouth, and that's how your faith works. You can move mountains, right? Key thing in there is if you are not forgiving, it's not working. But you have to believe you receive when you pray. Amen? Okay. So can you say thank you and truly mean it when you don't see it, but you prayed it? Work with that inside your heart just a little bit. Can you say, thank you, Lord? Although I, Hebrews 11.1, faith is the evidence, the title deed. My faith in your word, when I prayed over this, I have it. Did you really get it? Or you doubt, well, I sure hope so. Did you get it? And if you got it, Thanksgiving should come with it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just thank you. Appreciating it. I'm having a good time. Colossians chapter 2. Colossians 2. Verses 6, 7, and 9. Here we go. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. Everyone who one time gave their life to Jesus Christ, you became in him. From that point on, we have the, we have the great joy of walking in him. Remember the apostles? They, the, the bad guys said, oh, we recognize those guys have been with Jesus. Walk with him. Let Jesus in you be seen by other people. Let the Jesus in you be seen by other people. Walk in him. Rooted and build up in him. Steadfast in the faith. Rooted and build up. Now we can go to Pastor Brandon's little seed thing today. Rooted and build up. Or you can go to trees and stuff. What I like about those big, huge California redwoods that are so big, you know their roots only go down 15 feet deep? But they go a mile out each direction. Their roots run in roots of all the other trees. You have to, un to pull one up, you have to take them all. Rooted and grounded. Rooted and grounded. With, okay? Rooted and grounded. In the faith, as you've been taught, abounding with thanksgiving. Now, abounding to me is overflow. How about really be convincing anybody else that you're really happy? That... I, I got it. I'm so thankful, Lord. I'm rooted and I'm grounded in faith. And I'm so thankful, Lord. I'm immovable. You're not going to move me? No, it's just not going to do it. Oh, well, we're in Colossians. I'll just go to Colossians 4. And I'll start uh, in the Amplified Version, verse 2. Be persistent, devoted to prayer, 
being alert, focus in your prayer life with an attitude of thanksgiving. Focus yourself with an attitude of thanksgiving. With an attitude of thanksgiving. I pray this over my kids now that they're adults and then over my grandsons. We had the awesome opportunity to have little merit overnight twice this week. And you talk about an attitude of thankfulness and prayer before... (laughs) I did declare a no-cry zone on Grandpa. You don't get to cry on Grandpa. I think it's totally reasonable. He pooped on me, but other than that, I didn't add that in my little line with him. Now, an attitude of thanksgiving, your prayer life with an attitude, an attitude. You know, I want to see, I want to get a hug from Miss Evelyn and that big smile. She has this incredible, contagious attitude that you just want to be around her. Have it in your prayer life. Have that attitude when you're talking to the Lord. Amen? An attitude. In Psalm 69, verse 30, it says, In song, magnify the Lord with thanksgiving. Now, magnify means to enlarge. You want to enlarge God in your mess to help you get things taken. Try thanksgiving and praise. Since when you praise him, he comes and sits down powerfully on you. It's just like when dad shows up. Everything changes. That's what happens in Thanksgiving. I'm bringing dad onto the scene to take care of his son. Amen? Really? Amen? Now I'm going to give you an assignment in a few minutes. We're going to play a song right now. But it's important because these songs tell us in our daily walk often we don't think of this yet it is an eternal reality that we will live in this we get busy doing all the stuff and yet to be thankful and realize who we're talking to and who we're receiving from I'm going to ask you during the next oh three hours that we're here I'll call in for pizza. No problem. But for five things, I want you to be thankful for your salvation. Maybe in your mind revisit that moment that you know, that you know, that you know you met Jesus Christ. He became your Savior. Second, remember and be thankful for being filled with the Holy Spirit. Why so? Because we're given an assignment to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, cast off devils, you can't do it without the being endued with power. You can't go do, you know, be sheriff at Dodge City if you don't have bullets in the gun. And so I'm thankful I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled with Him, wall to wall. Wall to wall. Amen? Then I want you to be thankful for two things that He's done for you, either lately or stick out in your mind. to be thankful of. Two things. The fifth thing I want you to do is I want you to be thankful for something you've prayed about but you haven't got it in your hand yet. Are you following me? 
You, re- you prayed, you received with thanksgiving. Lord, I want to thank you for my answered prayer. I got according to your word. I'm standing on your word and I thank you. I want you to be thanking something that is yet to show up in your hand, but you know you already got it. Amen? Okay, Sammy, let's go with uh, I can only imagine. Think on your five. Get them out in your mind. Write them down if you can.
I know that uh, at least one person in here has some really tough things on their mind and on their heart today. And I want to let you know that Paul had a bad couple days. He was arrested and he was put on a boat. And uh, he went to the captain and said, I perceive that there's going to be great shipwreck harm if we go. But according to the, the boat masters, it looked good enough and stuff, and they wanted to get out of that harbor. Well, they got out there, and the storm hit. And towards the end, they're going to take the prisoners and kill them so they don't escape. And this is an Acts, oh, 27. But just to let you know, he goes to the captain and says, let's all take some food. And we said, nobody leave. Because the angel of the Lord stood by me this night and said, he's in chains. It's a storm, 14 days straight storm. Professional ship people are scared out of their mind. They're lightning, they're throwing everything overboard trying to save it. And he tells them, take it easy guys, let's eat something. And in the midst of that, because he knew that the angel of the Lord stood next to him and said, it'll be fine. By the way, every one of those men's lives was saved. But it says he took the bread and gave thanks. It is in the middle of a pouring storm, scaring professionals to death. And he takes time to say, thank you, Lord. You gave me a promise that life will be good. No one's going to drown. So I want to think, in the midst of this, it hadn't changed yet. He says, he gives thanks. So I want to encourage at least that one person or more, get on the other side of the worry of that stuff and thank him. And during the song, I saw a picture of my son Mark. Mark would make up songs. He would make out of a two-by-four and a cardboard box his first guitar. And he'd make up songs and sing. But I would watch him. And I'm the dad. And I watch him dance. And wiggles a little butt around and stuff like this. All for Jesus. When was the last time when you thanked him maybe you danced a little bit? That you got that lighthearted that you didn't let the cares and everything. Or I only got five minutes. Why don't you try dancing before the Lord? Don't care what dance. Well, why don't you try it? Well, you'll never catch me. I'm sorry you say that. Because when I do it, and I do it, I'm having fun. He knows when I stand. He knows when I dance. He's watching me like I watched Mark. And the smile on my face and the joy in my heart. Enjoy your prayer life walking in the Holy Ghost like that. Like that. Amen? Let me, 2 Corinthians 2.14. Now thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. 
and maketh manifest the Savior of his knowledge by us in every place. Causes us always to triumph. I like winning. Come out there and spit some watermelon seeds. I want to win. Causes you, every one of you, to triumph in Christ. Be thankful. I'm going to win. This ain't over. This ain't over for Jim McGaffin. I'm thankful for my coming and going to what God's got for me. There's no woe is me in me. There's just thank you God. You spared my life and I'm going to use every day to glorify you. Period. Always triumph. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Now, Bible says, uh, to one church that you're established in giving and receiving. You're the only one you're really established in. I don't have to uh, talk long to this congregation of what it is to believe, sow your seed, your tithe, giving and receiving. This is the most generous, awesome group and have been for 40 years. Every time God's asked us to do something, more than enough has come in to do it. And yet we have also increased individually. The state of your life has gotten better and better and better. So you've increased as we increase in the things of God. Listen to this, the 2 Corinthians uh, 9, verse 10 through 15. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad and hath given to the poor. His righteousness remains forever. Now he that ministered seed to the sower both multiply or ministers bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Being enriched in everything unto all bountifulness. Being enriched to everything. Not one, not two, it's Everything. which causes through us thanksgiving to God. For the administration of this service not only supplied the want of the saints, but is a, uh, it is abundant also that by many thanksgiving unto God. This is an offering that was received and it was dispersed to the needs. And he's talking about the partnership of the one who sows the seed and, and the seed and increasing it but all through that, it's, oh, I got to give, I got to give, I got to give, I got to give to get. No, you, you get to give and be thankful. Have a great heart. The little widow woman gave all that she had. It wasn't much. But to God, it was everything. Your seeds mean something for your life and us collectively. That's how we still continue to do children's hospital to hurting families all these years. We've never turned down a family. I'll go downtown and feed. We're going to do some filming of that soon and you're going to get to see this is what we do. And this is the partnerships we've formed to continue being Jesus to people who don't know him. Who don't know him. Amen? Amen. Uh, First Thessalonians. And chapter 
I'm going to read out of the Amplified here, starting in verse 8. Because now we really live in spite of everything if you stand firm in the Lord. How many want to stand firm in the Lord? You know, uh, they put me on this half-shell thing that rocks to build my balance. I want to make sure I can stand. They take me on ramps and stuff and teach me so I can stand. Because falling ain't fun. I want to stand in the Lord. Amen? For what adequate thanks can we offer to God for you in return for all the joy and delight we have before our God on your account? We continue to pray night and day most earnestly that we may see your face, be face to face, and that we may complete whatever is imperfect or lacking in your faith. What joy to come together. How can we help one another? Well, I don't know that person. Then get to know them. Go get them. Problem solved. Get to know them. Well, that person's older and I I, I want to be around young people. Heaven's filled with older people too. I mean, get to know them. Maybe you'll grow. Maybe you'll learn. But always be thankful. Always be thankful. Do you have your five? Can you call them to mind? Ron Colley's gym, Saturday night, midnight mass, during the crucifixion scene, I got saved. I had no idea what the... I, I didn't have Bible, but I met him. Everything changed right then. St. John Creighton University, Wednesday evening, in a little prayer room, charismatic prayer room, everybody else is filled with the Holy Ghost talking in tongues, and I've tried to, I offered God more money, I'll give more money, I'll quit doing this, I'll start doing this. I tried to barter my way into the Holy Ghost for about five months. Got nowhere. That night I said, I believe. It's a gift. Thank you. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. I couldn't quit talking in tongues it was crazy. I had to go to the bathroom. I'm going, standing in the urinal, still praying. You know, that sounds very sacrilegious. I, I just filled with the Holy Ghost. I just kept on praying in the Holy Ghost. Changed my life. Changed my life. Changed my life. I thank God every day for this woman in my life. It was all Holy Ghost. He put us together. I know it, I know it, I know it. She knew it. Contrary to what any parent would tell their kids. July 13th, we went out. July 20th, we're engaged. Holy Ghost told her Tuesday night. He told me Wednesday night. And she told me I was slow. (laughs) That's 47 years ago. Holy Ghost was right. I thank you for that. Recently, I thank him for little Merritt, who every doctor said would never be here. And I get to hold the little guy. I'm so thankful for a part to play into Mercedes and Colin's life and see their family grow in in their life. But also as grandpa, I get to hold the little guy. Sometime in the near year or two, he's going to hold my finger like little Rosie does. You know, she wants to stand up. But I can thank God every day for that. Every day that I get a chance to do that. 
And I thank him for my new leg. And I'm thankful because I already got it. And I'll have it in my hand shortly. I thank God for something she and I agreed upon. We got it when we prayed without a doubt. And it belongs to us. That's what I pray that I don't see in my hand yet, but I've got it. In the process and walking in this, the relationship with the Holy Spirit in my life has gone to a whole nother, going to another level sounds corny, but I'm just saying our relationship has gotten better and better and better. And I find Thanksgiving to be very, very important. I'm just thankful every day. Every day. Every day. You can go to the book of Psalms and you can get about 60 things to be thankful for repeating. I just wrote down a few of them and then I'll be done. I'm supposed to be thankful for His holiness. I'm glad He's God and He is who He is. If I was the judge of heaven and earth, I'd have this so messed up. And so would you. But He's holy. There's no shadow of darkness in Him. He's the love. He is holy. And I'm thankful for that. Amen? It says, I should be thankful in the great congregation. This is around, oh, Psalms 35, 18. So I'm not supposed to have a sorry look on my face when I get together with the great congregation. I'm supposed to be thankful. Come on, let's have some fun here. Well, you just know it's not going to change until you change your attitude. Here's a cloud of witnesses, it says. Let's lift one another up in this cloud. Amen? Amen. Psalms 92 1 says, Be thankful for his loving kindness in the morning and his faithfulness at night. In the morning, when you roll out of bed, you're up, you're alive, you're breathing. His loving kindness is already touching your life that you get another day on this planet to make a difference for the kingdom of God. And by you've gone through the whole day, at the end of the day, you're thanking him for his faithfulness because it is his word and his presence in our lives that sees us through hardships, through tough days, crap days. Anybody ever had one of those? Well, at the end of the day, Lord, thank you that you're faithful. There's supposed to be some thankfulness there. Amen? Psalms 97, 12, we're supposed to thank him for his righteousness. He affords his righteousness to each believer. I'm the righteousness of God by Christ Jesus. Because I'm in Jesus, and you're in Jesus, we have right standing with God. Okay? I thank him that he's righteous because he allows me to be righteous even in any of my imperfections. I can stand in him. He doesn't ask me to be perfect. He asks me to believe and stand in him. The only sin that is the the one that keeps you from heaven is the sin of unbelief that he's the Christ. Everyone in here missed the mark and that's what sin means. We miss the mark daily. We don't try, but we still do. Okay? As we grow and more mature, we do it less and less. Amen? Okay. But you know what? It's his righteousness. He asks us in Psalms 105 to be thankful and call upon his name 
and make it known among the people. It won't get made known among the people till it comes out your mouth. If it doesn't come out your mouth, how is he made known among the people? It's got, well, you know, I, don't, I get embarrassed. I'm sort of a laid-back personality and, you know, you know, baloney. You weren't laid-back personality when you received him. And you were pretty stinking happy you received him. So now we're supposed to be thankful and tell people about him. Make him known among the people. Yeah, I am a Christian. You bet. Jesus, Lord of my life. Why isn't he yours? They want to put it back on me. That's always, why isn't he yours? I put it on them. Then they got to come up with an answer. I'm not mean about it, but I'm not going to be embarrassed because I say Jesus is Lord of my life. Or stop at Walmart in an aisle and sing the Christmas song that is worship. There's jingle bells, jingle bells, all that stuff. But there are a few songs at Christmas time that belong to the Master. And that's a worship. And I don't care where I'm at. I've done it in the aisles at Walmart. My hands go up and I'm going to finish that song. Aren't you embarrassed? I'm not embarrassed that he's my Savior. He wasn't embarrassed to go on the cross for us. I'm not embarrassed now. And I expect his power, which is on me even now. I expect that anointing to get me through, breakthrough, and I'm so thankful that he's empowered me to live a God kind of life. Just having fun. Touching lives. In Psalms 136, it says it three times. But the other Psalms, you can just write them down. I just I didn't want to do it because I'd be doing one billion of them. But Psalms 136, 1, 3, and 26 just says this. Anybody have anybody in your life that just, they try your patience? Only got two smirks over here. There's a third. They just try your patience. I am thankful that in all my flesh and Jim McGaffinism that I don't try God's patience with me. Because his, says over and over and over again, his mercy endures forever. His favor and his mercy on me, I don't wear him out. I, oh, I'm so sorry God let him get into heaven. Oh, well, we'll just put him in the back somewhere. No, his mercy endures forever and ever and ever. I can't wear that out. I'm not trying to, but I can't wear it out. Neither can you. His mercy is fresh every day, it says. Every day. Today's Sunday. It's fresh for you right now. Monday, it's going to be right there for you. Well, I, I just don't. Spend time with him. That's why we started the first of the year. We're still in it to finish strong. Take the proverb of the day. Read it and get wisdom. You'll have a verse in there that just jumps out at you that you think about during the day. Read an epistle. Read Ephesians, Romans. Read 1st, 2nd, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John is the last letter from the Apostle John. The last one who had seen Jesus go to the cross and resurrected. And he writes 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John to his students about how to live a supernatural life. Because he's going to be gone. 
And they go and say, well, John, you know, he was with Jesus. He's not going to be there. And the signs and wonders, healings and miracles need to continue on even to today, to this morning. And it's done so by a walk in the Spirit. Read 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Just read it. Take a, a chapter or two. You can do that in five, six, seven minutes. But you know what? Then I want you to pray in the Spirit for 15 minutes. Because just at 15, you're getting past what you normally do, and now you're getting into where you're determined to do it, and then there comes a part where you're in it. And I need you to learn to get in it. The more you can get in it in the Spirit, the quicker it comes to you. The gifts of the Spirit are triggered by your involvement in tongues. You need to move into the Spirit. You pray in the Spirit, and you'll see the gifts begin to flow in your life in a whole new way. But just doing one Shandai here and there, that's why I want you for... This is the year 2022. Give me 22 minutes. Proverbs, epistles, praying in the Spirit. You won't be the same person. Do it every day. Well, I am not perfect at it. Start over. How many have started a diet? How many have started again? Start. The only thing stopping you is you. The only stopping the walk in the Spirit is you. And in there is such a place of thankfulness and love and mercy. No matter what you're going through. You try it two and three in the morning with your leg cut off in a hospital room all by yourself. You're either going to get down or you're going to get in his presence. Period. Four, how many, lost count of how many operations during that time. They're going to knock you out and put you out and then you're going to wake up and all that stuff. You better know who you're in when you go out and who you're going to respond to when you come out. Just thankful, Lord. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I get to bless my wife, my kids, and my grandkids all the more, and y'all. And when I don't get to and I'm in heaven, that'll be fine. But until then, I'm going to do it thankful. I'm going to do it happy. I'm going to do it full of the presence of God. And he's all over this place right now. I gave you permission, if you felt led that you would like to go pray for someone, right now's the time to do it. Make sure you ask them, is it all right? I'd like to pray. And they say yes. If they say no, you don't need to. Okay? And you can go to them right now. In, I, I, if you don't have it, I still want Mark and Ellen. She, I wanted to pray for you that day, and she wasn't here. And both of you come on up here. I just want to lay hands on the two of you right now. had a word in the Lord about three weeks ago and it was for the both of them and the word was along this line that right now is a pivotal moment of decisions and time because of your change both of them have just retired you'll have plenty to do but you also have plenty the Lord wants you to do and you have to distinguish in both your hearts, is this now? What do you want done? And let him empower you. Otherwise, details and stuff will take away what you're both supposed to have. Okay, so I just lay my hands on you right now in the name of Jesus. All the worry, all the stuff. 
Just cast the care of it on the Lord for he cares for you. It'll be a piece of cake in the favor of God to accomplish this next 30 days. And you will do what you always do. You fix everything. Make it work. But you know what? You'll spend time alone with him and he'll show you the right way to do it, the right timing to do it, and you'll be more efficient than ever and you'll know his hand is on you during this next 30 days. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Just thank you, Lord. Just thank you, Lord. Just thank you, Lord. For all the parents who've got little, little guys and girls in here today, uh, teach them, to get them filled with the Holy Ghost. James got filled at four. He was coming down the stairs and he was make jumbling. I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm talking in tongues. Like, you don't know, Dad? Are you kidding me? He was four years old. The, the sooner you can teach your children about the supernatural things of God and His love, the greater their life will be. The greater. The greater. Excuse me? Anyone want prayer? Would you like prayer? Anyone, come on up. Pastor Deborah's chomping at the bits here. Both of us, anyone else. See, also in this time I learned we don't have to be in a hurry. Just don't have to be in a hurry, that's all. We can have a good time in the Lord. Come on over here, Shelley. When Jesus prayed for people and healed the multitudes, it says he was moved by compassion. He was moved by love for people. So Lord, we pray right now for her. And we thank you for the anointing. Bless her. All that discomfort, all that stuff, the pain, go in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Whoa, glory to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just praying. Put your focus here as if you wanted everybody in here 100% praying for you. Then focus here yourself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Would you like prayer for her? Excuse me? Healing? Just no problem. Give me your hand. Father God, I thank you. Because it says you laid hands on the people and they were healed. You told us to do it. So I lay my hands on my sister right now in your name, Jesus. And I thank you that healing is flowing into her body right now. Healing from causing all, all sickness and disease to come out to cleanse her from this right now in the name of Jesus. 
Command it so. Yes, Lord. Now, I want you to see the genuineness of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I don't know her church background. This is her first Sunday with us. She came last Wednesday. She do, I don't know if she knows anything about falling down or what you're supposed to do. I think it's totally pure and easy. What you see is you touch her, and the anointing touches her. And everybody will respond to the presence of the Holy Ghost. Come on, Miss Evelyn. What do you need prayer for, girl? I don't know if you remember about a couple months back we had Jabri came, and I had been reaching out to her once a month. I'll send her a text message. But she texted me the other day and asked me if I could pray and have everybody pray for her. Uh, her family's going through traumatic uh, health issues, and she's wanting to go to college, but now is, she feels like now is not the time, but she don't know if she needs some guidance with that. And again, her first name? Jabria. Jabria. Family has requested prayer from this congregation. Family has major sickness problems. And the young lady who just graduated high school is wanting to go to college. <clears throat> it's sort of foggy whether that can get done. She's wanting clarity of thought to know what God wants her to do and get the sickness out of her family. Jabri, okay? We lay hands on the seven. It says we can send the word and heal them. So we send the word to the whole family and declare the sickness, the illness, just the junk get out of their bodies and they see a night and day turnaround that they can only credit God for. And now, Lord, it says you'll lead her and guide her into all the truth. You'll show her things to come. Show her what you want her to do. Guide her. Let her know it's you, that she's doing the right thing. And we thank you right now. We thank you right now for that family's turnaround yes. in Jesus' name. Now, this lady doesn't shut up. She's sharing Jesus all the time. Okay? But you know what? Families and friends know that, and she knows they know the church she belongs to will pray, and things happen. We need a bigger rep, if you will, of signs and wonders and miracles being shared outside of here that are touching. That's why I'm taking all this time. I really don't care about structure. I care about what the Holy Ghost wants us to do. Because it's anointing. When, he, when it's tangible like this, don't want to take it for granted, nor do I never want to make light of it. What you need prayer for? I'm going to ask Heavenly Father you apprehended the disciples and in, in her, you put yourself in there and drew them to him. I'm asking you in Natalie's life that she have some encounters with you that will draw her even closer to you and your will for her life. That it's unmistakable it's not confused. It's not foggy. She will know that you're involving yourself in her life in a fresh way. We lift her to you right now in Jesus' name.
And I've had testimonies along those lines for the years. I don't know what happened, but it just seemed like God. Well, yeah, that's because there's prayer over here. We don't, well, yeah, we've been praying for you. But God involves himself in your life in a fresh way. That's why even Wednesday night is so vital. You ought to see uh, there's three or four people whose countenance has physically changed. I mean, the, the wellness in their body and the happiness on their face is unmistakable. And that's from coming and being in his presence. Amen. Chequito Roman de de la Ba. Now, when you leave here today, put the, make sure thankfulness is up on the, on the smile, and then tell somebody about Jesus. I'm not comfortable. Learn to get comfortable. First time you do it, it's, you skate from then on. It's not a problem. But you know what? They need to know that in the great congregation, there's thanksgiving. They need to know that we serve a God who saves fills you with the Holy Spirit, heals your body. They need to know that. They need to know that. And it's up to each one of us, no matter our age. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We always want to encourage those of you who have a story of how God is working in your life through this ministry to send us an email to amen at libertyofomaha.com. For more information on Liberty Church, visit libertyofomaha.com. Thanks for joining us and have a credible week.
He's got you now. Are you filled with the power from on high to do the works? So now it's time to go do them. Amen? So let's just pray. Anything else anybody needs to say? Anything you need to do? Mitchell, you got something for me up there? Yeah, I've looked at you about four times. You know that. Okay. See, if I know something's out there, I start looking. The more I work with you, the more I get to know the gift in you, <clears throat> the more I can, okay, I know something's there. I'll go look for it. Cassandra, did you put your hand up? Sure, we're going to pray for the children who are going back to school. That, how many remember going back to school? And, uh, yeah, our two grandsons in El Paso, the first time X and I will be split in different schools. And X will be in a high school with two to 3,000 kids. It's a whole other deal. So we just pray for our children and even we'll throw in my grandboys. Father, we pray over all these children, first of all, that they be safe at all times, that they walk in health, their angels protect them. It says that they will not even stub their toe because the angels protect them. And there be, we pray favor according to your word that they have favor with God and they have favor with man, that every one of these young people will be looked upon kindly and lovingly by their teachers. We ask this in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We cast the worry and the care of the parents. We say, no, 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 no. This is going to be a Holy Ghost year with your kids. This is going to be a great year with your kids. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anything else, son? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, they came from all around to see the Master, to see, even the Greeks said, we would see this Jesus. They worship bodies, and they're the, the philosophers, and they wanted to see this guy. All around Jesus, he didn't, he didn't panic. He just walked in the anointing of God and did his job. We don't have to ever be in a hurry. I'd rather see someone get healed because we waited five minutes than have them leave here sick. I'd rather take the extra five or ten minutes and see someone born again and not going to hell. And if you need to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it would be a privilege for me to pray with you right now. I don't want you to leave not knowing him. And if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, it says, and they laid hands upon them and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Hands are right here, ready to go. And you can get filled with the Holy Spirit. It changed my entire life when I got filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, just everything changed. A matter of fact, my my uh, buddy, his name was Randy, who come over every Sunday night and have dinner, called my mom, mom. That's how close we were. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, if you're going to do that Jesus stuff, we're, we're done. 
that summer I had gone to Aurora, Illinois and spent some time with him at his home and he comes to Creighton and but he didn't want whatever he saw he didn't want and you know what God gave me new friends he gave me new directions and some of them were jocks some of them guys I could play basketball with who were solid Christians John Nicely was one of them Bobby Harrell who coached UNO's baseball team I led him to the Lord he played professional baseball all of a sudden, I got different friends in my arena that I could have fellowship with. Oh, I'm so glad I got filled with the Holy Ghost. So glad. Anything else out there? Mitchell? Okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Sammy, get CC Wines Only Believe. I'm, because of the time, I'm going to let, let you know you can go home if you like or you can just listen to the song. It takes seven and a half minutes, but it's outstanding. Kids have been great. We're doing good. But that would be a good way to close because it's a statement of faith. When we leave here, this is what we believe and this is what we're going to do when we leave. Go ahead. Just love you, Lord. Power.